Good afternoon. So happy to have you with us on Local Matters. Hope you're having a great Friday. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. Pastor Ron, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great, Dwight. How are you, man? Having a great day. If I, As I said before, uh, if it got any better, I'd get suspicious. <laughs> yeah. get suspicious. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hey, listen, we, I, the topic we're going to talk about today is just so important and so relevant. You know, maybe I've done it in the past, and, and I'm sure I have, and maybe you have, but we we have a tendency as a people, as a culture, to put off our happiness. Yes. To put off it, enjoying life. How many times have I said, and, and hopefully I don't do it as much as I used to, maybe not at all, but are, do we hear people say, boy, you know, if I can just get past this boom, if I can get this debt paid, if I can get this test passed, I'm under so much stress. I'm really under the gun. I'm on the spot. I'm all like this. And, you know, and, and saying, but as soon as this is over, then I will be okay. I can be happy. But you know what? Until we learn, don't get me to preach. Come on, this, all right, come on. Until we learn to have peace and happiness in that moment when that situation exists, there's always going to be something else out there to rob us from life. And, and Dwight, learning to be having a good life and being happy now yeah. is so important. You know, I, both of us have a dear friend down in Carthage, uh, Pastor Jackie Dawson. He put a quote this morning on Facebook that I want to share, and it is so good. I, just, I actually shared it on my post, but it says, the reason people find it so hard to be happy now is that they always see the past better than it was yeah, and the present worse than it is yes, and the future less resolved than it will be. You think Jackie said that or he got it from somebody else? <laughs> well, it was he, a quote from somebody. He gave, he gave okay, him credit. He courted the source. But, okay. I mean, but, but, it, but it really, it really oh, yeah. goes so good with our topic today about learning to – Learning to experience, and boy, I don't want to get too heavy here, too theological, but sure. learning to experience eternal life now. Yeah. You know, Jesus made a statement. He says, he that has the son has life. He didn't say, I mean, we, we know we're going to die and go to heaven. We're going to have eternal life. And thank God for that. Thank God we can look forward to the future in that regard. But Jesus said, he that has the son meaning himself, has that life now. And like you said, Dwight, if we're always postponing our fulfillment or we're postponing our happiness until something happens, until this bill's paid or that person's changed or a circumstance, you know, we it's it's like we'll never we we will never experience happiness. When these kids get this way or that gets that way, we have to decide today that life is going to be good today. And I love what you've always shared, and, and I learned this from you a few years ago about when your feet hit the floor in the morning, you are going to thank God for today. You're going to thank God for this moment. You give God thanksgiving for this moment. And that's a key to being happy now is to realize we have the God quality, that word eternal life. Jesus says, if you have the son, you have eternal life. You have life now. That word eternal life is the God quality of life, Dwight. And that's what we're all after is that God quality of life. Joey, the God quality of life. And you know, to sort of continue to lay the foundation, you know, I was I was talking to a, a lady just the other day, as a matter of fact, and she said, well, you know, and she was talking about some classes she was taking, some academic, and, and granted, they're probably challenging, you know, oh, yeah. but she said, well, I'm, I'm really, you know, 
I'm, I'm under the gun for the next. I'm under the gun. I keep, she kept saying, I'm under the gun. And, 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 and it went off at me to say, you know, you are creating. And, and I said, she's a friend of mine. I said, hey, can I help you with something? Can I share something with you that I think will help you? And you know I love yeah. you and care about you. I said, stop saying that. Mm-hmm. Just because with we cre- God created with his words, and I know that philosophy, uh, that teaching was, has been perverted, but God created with his words. And as long as she keeps saying, I'm under the gun, I'm under mm-hmm. the gun, her subconscious mind is going to say, she's under the gun. She's, she's creating under the gun. that she's environment. The gun. And it's going to create yeah. that. Yeah. I said, start saying, I'm under the spirit. Yeah, that- I'm under the spirit <laughs> and the spirit's in me. Start saying that and your mind will line up with what you're saying. Because if, if, if we don't learn to have that peace and have that enjoyment of life while we're dealing with a circumstance, then when that circumstance is over, and most likely it will be at some time, mm-hmm. then then there's another one out there that'll rob us of life too if we let it. And that's and what that's learning really. It's learning to live in the present. Yeah, is in the present. You know, uh, one day uh, Beth and I were at the office, and and uh, this this guy come walking in. We both just we love this guy, and he's it's a young man and full of such great potential and and just a just a a real beautiful nice young man but i said i asked beth i said beth when he comes in what happens it seems like there's something happens that that it like it just turns the situation around with him and and later on i was able to help him with this too but she said well she felt like that when he walked into the room a lot of times when he walked first into the room, he would destroy his presence. He would, by what he said, something similar to what you were saying, like like when I can get this worked out, or he would maybe destroy his yeah. presence by saying some remark or just his attitude about something would destroy his presence. And we want to learn to live in the in the now moment, yeah. in the in the and and I like to think of it this way. Of course, I'm a pastor. You know, I pastor people and love pastoring. But I like to think of it as walking in the presence of the Lord in the present situation, knowing that I think one of the names of God is Jehovah Shammah, that He is revealed as Jehovah Shammah, meaning that He is ever present. And and you know, most people would say if you talk to them, they'd say, "Well, I know the Lord will never leave me nor forsake me." I mean, people recognize that about the Lord that He's good like that. But see, if we recognize that He never leaves us nor forsakes us. Then we need to recognize that wherever we go at this present time, this present moment, we have his presence with us. And if we have his presence with with us, we can have a good life right now. Even those circumstances and pressures come to us. And like you said, if we get through with one and we think, well, when we get over that, we'll be have a good life. There's always going to be another one. There's always going to be something else that comes down the pike or something that we're dealing with or an issue. But if we're always waiting for that to change before we can experience a good life, literally, Dwight, we're going to miss out. We're going to miss enjoying the life and 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 that God has given us right now, the present tense life, this moment, this day recognizing his presence is with us now. We're glad you're with us today on uh, Local Matters. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. We're talking about having a good life now. And you've touched on it, Pastor Ron, that, you know, and, and the scriptures tell us that this is the day 
Oh, that's the a Lord great scripture. That's a good scripture. And the scriptures tell us he daily loadeth us with benefits. Yes. The scriptures tell us that as your days are, so shall your strength be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we And we see that really eternal life begins with Jesus. And it begins now, not when we get to heaven. Yeah. And, what, and if we're going to be just puppet to our circumstances and let our circumstances and whatever happens during the day that may be bad control us, control how we think, control how we speak to say, if I could just get through this, we're going to always be be just at least one thing away from being happy. Mm-hmm. But if we say no, no matter what's going on today, it is a good day because God is with me. And because he's with me, I'm more than equipped to be an overcomer in this day yeah, today right and now. And another script, great scripture is today is the day of salvation. Yeah, Today is the day that we can experience the Lord. And, and you know, Dwight, it's, it's not that we ever want to minimize what people are going through. I mean, all of us have to go through things, trials, tests, struggles, uh, you know, uh, maybe the passing of a loved one or someone being sick or financial difficulties, whatever. But see, we're not trying to minimize those problems. We're just saying there's something greater is he that is within us than he that is within the world. Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He said, in the world, you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And, you know, Dwight, having joy in the present moment is is where our strength comes from. Yes. You know, when Nehemiah was building the wall in, 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 in the book of Nehemiah in chapter 8, he had people down the hill that were hollering at him, making fun of him, saying, you can't do it. You'll never succeed. You, you'll never make it. And, 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 and I think that Nehemiah wrote in that, in that book that they had to build the wall with a sword in one hand and a trowel in the other, you know. And, 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 and we may have to do that. But, see, they never lost their joy because he said, don't, don't lose your joy because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And if you're dealing with circumstances and you're waiting for those circumstances to get through before you can have joy or be content or be happy, you'll never, people will never experience joy. Decide today, just make a choice that I don't care what I'm facing, I don't care what I'm going through, in the depth of my heart, I'm going to experience the joy of the Lord, and I'm going to have an attitude of gratitude. I'm going to ha-ha-ha on the devil or ha-ha-ha on the circumstances. I'm going to laugh at this matter. I'm not going to let this matter overcome my life. I'm not going to let it get to the place. And then, Dwight, I want to talk a little bit, too, about, you know, when things have happened, let's say there is a a death, or there is something, a divorce, or a a, a bankruptcy, or some, you know, Dwight, faith never denies reality, and 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 sometimes I think people get into that mode where they want to deny reality. Faith doesn't deny reality; it changes reality. And I think people get into that mode. They think, well, if I have real faith, nothing bad will ever happen to me. You know, here Jesus was on a boat; a storm hit. And people says, well, you know, God will send the storm to teach you something or whatever. Well, Jesus, here he was in the boat asleep, and but yet he got up and rebuked the storm. And if he was rebuking the storm, he was actually a divided house with God because if if people think God sends those storms yeah, or creates yeah. those circumstances, you know, that, that he was divided. But see, Jesus recognized in that storm that that storm was not of God. And in the moment, 
I mean, here he is in the present moment. The scripture says, in the hinder part of the ship, asleep. Yeah. I mean, now, if that's not contentment and rest, yeah. you know, if that's not just really in the present moment having joy and being able to deal with circumstances, I don't know what is, you know. So so we want to, when we come back from break, let's talk a little bit about how to deal with things in the past, what thing, how to overcome those things in the past. Exactly. We will do that. We're glad you're with us on Local Matters today. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. We're back with more in just a moment. Happy to have you with us this Friday afternoon. I'm your host, Dwight Henry, along with Pastor Ron Allen. Glad you could join us for Local Matters. Today we're talking about having a good life now. And Pastor Ron, I love what you said uh, in the first segment about deciding. We have to yes. we have to decide. Yes. And that word decide, I, I, I researched it and read it. It comes from two root words. Uh, Latin words means to cut from or to eliminate all other options. Wow. Nothing happens until we decide. And if we're living in a world where, well, if I can just get this one thing behind me, then I can be happy and kind of have a good life, then we're always going to be there. Mm-hmm. But we got to say, no, no, I'm more than equipped as a believer in Christ. I, I have what I need. I'm going to enjoy life today. Yes, some adverse circumstances are out there. We're not denying that. No. They happen. No. They've happened to me sometimes because my own mistakes, bad decisions are sin in my life. And sometimes they happen in situations I have absolutely no control of. They do happen. But I love what you said. Faith doesn't deny reality. Faith changes reality. And we can have a good life today. And, you know, and Dwight, there's an issue I think that we have to look at and we're talking about having a good life. And that is... How do you really deal with your past? You know, if you if, if someone's been through a divorce or bankruptcy or lost a job or, you know, maybe you got someone that just totally made a huge mistake. How do you deal with those issues in your life so that you can get that behind you and experience having the God quality of life that we mentioned earlier now? You know, uh, P- Paul was real clear about our past not holding us back. And, I mean, that doesn't mean that we can't learn from our past. We don't look at the past. But, you know, one of the things that I've discovered about mistakes in my past is, and, and this, is a, this is a place sometimes where people get stuck, but the first thing you have to do is grieve. Yeah. You have to really allow yourself the opportunity to grieve. If, you, if something's gone on in your life, but you can't stay there. I mean, you cannot stay in that I was talking to a guy recently about being divorced, and I said, and I thought it was like two weeks ago, and it was 10 years ago. And I'm thinking, you've had plenty of time to get over this. This, You have to move on and stop being so religious about the concepts of that and realize that, you know, even in the Old Testament, they they got over everything within a year. So (laughs) let's let's get past it. You've had a decade, brother. Come on. I know. Let's get past (laughs) it, you know, because of the year of atonement that they had. But in the New Testament, we we realize that, that. we can get beyond things but the first thing that we have to do is grieve the next thing dwight and this is the hard one is to take ownership of our place in that what yeah. maybe someone took oh, yeah. advantage of you but why did you blind yourself to allow that to happen yeah. you know maybe somebody did something that was beyond your control but but why weren't we more assertive why weren't we more passionate why weren't we more whatever take ownership deal with that in your own heart and then dwight repent or i like to use the term change your thinking if something happened in your life that could have been avoided by your actions you have to change your paradigm look at it from a different perspective do something differently and then you press on but a lot of people are trying to press on without doing the first three yeah and if you're trying to press on and get over the past without doing those first three 
right now is not going to be comfortable for you. The now life, the good life now is not going to be what is happening for you. So you learn to grieve, you take ownership, you repent, and then you press on and go on to that high calling, that life that God has. But what I can promise you that God wants us to, no matter what our past has been, God wants us to experience a good life right now, yeah. to have peace and joy and rightness and the, the good things that he's provided for us right now. I love that, Pastor. I love that process. And I hope our audience got it. I know what ministers to me just say, it. if we mess up, yes, yes, go through a time of grieving. You know, do do some analysis. Go through the, that time of regret. But then and, and recognize, hey, I had some role in this. Yes. I probably had some fault in this. I can't just say because somebody did this or somebody did that. Somebody may have done something, but take some ownership of it. Recognize your responsibility and your fault. And then then you say, but I'm not going to stay here. No. I don't have to stay here. God's love for me, God's mercy, God's power in me is bigger than any mistake I may have ever made. So I'm going to have a change of mind. I'm going to have a change of thinking. And then I'm going to move on. And I'm going to allow that circumstance not to make me bitter, but as Robert Shuler used to say, to make me better. Yes. And not only to, to grow in me, but be able to use that experience to to be a blessing to other people. Amen. I'm working with some people right now that, that are coming out of the jail cell. But they're determined that they're going to take that experience in their life to make not only them better, but to use their story to help dozens or hundreds and maybe thousands of people not to get in the mess they have. So we don't have to stay there. And that building of that testimony, you know, that that testimony not only helps us, but it can also help other people when we realize that that testimony of, hey, I was divorced, but I came through that, or I had filed bankruptcy, but I got through that, or I had this issue, issue but with a child being rebellious, but we got through that. And, and th- these are the ways that we can get through that. Paul made a very interesting statement in Philippians 4. He said, I have learned yeah. in whatever state I am therewith to be content. It was learned. It was a learned it was a learned process. And somehow or another we think that that's just kind of going to be abracadabra, God waves a wand and everything. No, 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 no. In our lives, everything is external is not going to be perfect. That is just a fact of life. But internally we can have rightness, peace, and joy right now operating in our heart. And that's exactly what the Lord wants for our lives. We're glad you're with us on Local Matters this afternoon. Our topic uh, with Pastor Ron Allen is having a good life now. Because, Pastor Ron, as we know, sometimes when we had those hiccups in life or make mistakes or go through something, whether we brought it on ourselves by bad decisions or the, it happened, we we let our identity be wrapped up oh. in that. Uh, our, my identity, your identity, anybody in the audience's identity shouldn't be wrapped up in mistakes that we made, things that have gone wrong. Uh, it's our identity should wrapped up in be wrapped up in who God says we are, yes. what God says we have, yes. what God says we can do, and what God has provided for us. That's who we are, and that's where our identity should be based out of. And you know, Dwight, when Jesus began his public ministry there at the River Jordan. He came out, you know, John said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. When he was baptized, there was a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Okay? Well, the very first thing that happened was he went into the Mount of Temptation. What did the devil do? The devil said, If thou be the Son of God. In other words, turn the stones to bread. So what was the first challenge? The first challenge was identity as sons and or as children of God. And Dwight, 
Some people have this idea that unless your life is absolutely perfect, you have no problems and everything is great and and, and there's nothing facing you and you're not dealing with any circumstances, then you're a perfect Christian and things are great. You know, but there could be nothing farther from the truth. If that was true, then Jesus could not have ever been the Son of God because he faced persecution, he faced storms, he faced thousands of people pressing against him. He faced temptation. I mean, and 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 what we have to realize is going back to that identity, what do we identify with? Do we identify with the circumstances that we're facing or do we identify with what God says about us? Now, there are some facts here that we need that we can't deny. If if we are creating circumstances, you know, if we're doing things to create circumstances, we need to we need to change that. There needs to be a repentance, a change of thinking. And we need to realize, listen, if I keep doing the same thing and getting the same results, then I need to change something here. Definition need, of insanity. Yeah, I need to do something. So so we can't just stick our head in the sand and say, well, I'm a child of God and, and all these circumstances are just the devil attacking me that people give more credit to the devil sometimes than they do to god you know and 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 not to say that the devil couldn't attack you but we've got to realize if we are creating circumstances then look at our life and change those circumstances Mm. but god wants us i am convinced that it's his will romans 14 says that the kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit and so if that's God's kingdom and he wants us to experience that kingdom, then that's we know that that's his will because it's written in his word. His word says that we are in First in John 3, it says, Behold, what manner of love he has bestowed upon us that we should be called the children of God. So we know that that's where we gain our identity. And we can't continue to look at the circumstances and gain identity from those circumstances. Having a good life now. And, you know, that that's a life that God wants us to have. But And I want to challenge, and Pastor Romay, you add, add to this, uh, our audience to say, you know, to get it's Friday afternoon. You know, get up in the morning and don't let your circumstance or adverse conditions determine how many people, how many times you hear, well, I assume good days and bad days. You know, good. No, 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 no. no. You are letting circumstances define you and control what you are. No, it, it it's not based on that. It's based mm-hmm. on who you are and whose you are and the hope that you have. You know, Christ announces our hope of glory, our confident expectation of good. I'm not defined by what, and, and, and the adverse, we might have 10 things going on good in our life and two going on bad. We want to focus <laughs> on the bad and talk about them yeah. all the time. Well, you know, if it's not one thing, it's no, another, you know, know, that sort of thing. No, no. change your language. Join the battle of the language and yes. let your subconscious mind come in line with that in light of who God says you are. You know, Dwight, we made that decision in raising our children. You know, uh, I think it's First Corinthians says that the parent ought to lay it for the child, not the child for the parent. So we took that in a lot of different ways that even when we were facing hard times, our children would have never known about it. I mean, we would. I mean, they would think it was Christmas, or yeah. they would think, you know, things are great because we, you know, just learned that. Like you said, this weekend we challenge you: get up in the morning. If you may be facing a rough time, and maybe all you've got is a biscuit to have for breakfast, well, just you know, let the kids know. Let the people. Let they. I'm thankful for this biscuit. I'm content with this biscuit. That's the processes that you're not. You're not spewing out that stuff. You're dealing with it from an internal perspective and having righteousness, peace, and joy on the inside of your heart. And as a result of that, it's coming out on everyone around you. And, you know, this whole matter, I am learning, Pastor Ron, in my life, this whole matter of 
gratitude, this whole matter of being grateful, oh, yeah. this whole matter of waking up thankful, of, of saying, God, I'm so grateful for your love for me today. I'm so grateful for what I have to This whole matter of, of building a mindset of, 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 of gratitude would do a long way toward on our journey to having a good life now. Amen. And that's what God wants for us, to have a good life now. Indeed, he does. Well, it's been fun. We've had a good time. Hope you've learned something today about this particular topic, having a good life now, inviting you to join us same time next week for Local Matters.